This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Dana-Farber scientists laid the foundation for CDK4-6 inhibitors, new drugs that are increasing the survival rate for many advanced breast cancers. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Wilman. Former President Donald Trump won South Carolina's Republican primary Saturday. Speaking with supporters after the polls closed, Trump began to shift away from the nomination process and toward the fall's general election. We're going to be up here on November 5th, and we're going to look at Joe Biden, and we're going to look him right in the eye. He's destroying our country, and we're going to say, Joe, you're fired. Get out. Get out, Joe. You're fired. Trump easily beat former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, but Haley said she would continue her campaign and said she was the only person who can beat Biden in November. The U.K. joined the United States in launching a fresh round of strikes on Houthi-controlled locations in Yemen this weekend. As Phil and Marks reports, the strikes came just days after a U.K.-registered cargo vessel was abandoned off Yemen's coastline. Britain's Defence Minister Grant Shapps said it was the U.K.'s duty to, quote, protect lives at sea and preserve freedom of navigation as Britain's Royal Air Force launched its fourth round of what he called precision strikes against Houthi targets. Earlier this week, the crew of the British-registered Rubimar had abandoned the vessel near the Bab al-Mandeb Strait close to Yemen's southwest tip after it was severely damaged by Houthi missiles. It was among the most serious of the attacks on commercial shipping in a region that before this period of hostilities had accounted for around 12% of global trade flows. The Pentagon and UK's joint statement said the airstrikes late Saturday had targeted Houthi storage, drones, radars, air defence systems and a helicopter. For NPR News, I'm Willem Marks. On Saturday, the world marked the second anniversary of Moscow's full-scale invasion of Ukraine, and as they did, the 13th round of European Union sanctions against Russia had just gone into effect. Terry Schultz reports that Ukraine is asking the bloc to do more to reduce Russian President Vladimir Putin's war budget. The latest EU measures punishing Russian individuals and entities for supporting the war on Ukraine focused on cutting off Russia's access to military technologies and equipment, such as drones, missiles, and anti-aircraft missile systems. Ukraine's ambassador to the EU, Sivolod Shensov, says the bloc should also further restrict trade in other sectors, such as agriculture and metals, and target companies evading sanctions. Asked about polls showing more Europeans are getting tired of inconveniences caused by the war and want Ukraine to negotiate with Russia to end it, Chensov said that's a luxury his country doesn't have. For us, such a reaction, it's a suicide. He said Ukrainians are exhausted but hoping to receive more ammunition and weapons from allies to keep on fighting. For NPR News, I'm Terry Schultz in Brussels. Six members of a religious congregation in Haiti have been kidnapped, along with a teacher. The men were taken as they stood in front of a school in the nation's capital city. The congregation is criticizing what it calls the absurd and unjustified violence that's gripped Haiti for years. Last month, six nuns and two other people were kidnapped while on a bus in the capital city. You're listening to NPR News. A legendary cross-country skiing event that takes place each year in northern Wisconsin defied all odds this weekend. The American Birkenbeiner pulled off its 50th competition, that despite a nearly snowless winter. From member station WWM, Susan Bentz has more on our story. Northern Wisconsin boasted record snows last year, but this year flakes have been few and far between. American Birkebeiner organizers weren't about to give up on what's become an international race. So unlike past Berkeys when skiers took on a rugged 50K course, crews manufactured a ribbon of snow to create a 10K loop. Ernie St. Germain is a respected leader of the Ojibwe tribe. He skied in 
every running of the American Birkebeiner, and this week did it again. My grandson got to ski with me, and what an inspiration to have the world's best here. And here I am, 50 Birkebeiners later, loving skiing. That, that's really special. There's more Birkebeiner skiing in store for Sunday. St. Germain will likely be quietly cheering somewhere in the crowd. For NPR News, I'm Susan Benz in Cable, Wisconsin. Oppenheimer won the award for Best Picture Saturday at the 30th Screen Actors Guild Awards. Killian Murphy won Outstanding Male Actor in a leading role for his portrayal of the bomb maker, Robert Oppenheimer, while Lily Gladstone won for her leading performance in Killers of the Flower Moon. It was Murphy's first SAG Award. And Robert Downey Jr. and Divine Joy Randolph each won awards for their supporting roles. The ceremony was streamed live on Saturday night on Netflix. I'm Dale Willman. NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com NPR.